0: I'm Sam Warburton, and you're listening to Bears Beyond the Gate.
1: And he's going to score Bristol's third oh, try. What a well, what try. great was play by Augustine Pichon. <laughs> and Bristol have made a bit of history winning the European Challenge Cup for the first time ever. And Bristol have won! You're listening to Bears Beyond the Gate, a Bristol Bears podcast made by fans for fans. We're two and a half season card holders at Ashton Gate. You love the club, game and all things Bears. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, A little bit of a different one today. Uh, Just me, Pete, on the microphone. Um, But as the result of a very brief editorial meeting last night uh, via WhatsApp, we've decided that we are not going to do a big podcast until next Sunday but rather today we are going to give you the first of who knows what might be many Bears Beyond the Gate documentaries. In fact what we have for you today is an interview that I did with three members of the Bears Supporters Advisory Committee, uh, the Bears Together Committee I should say, who came on to discuss What the committee is all about, uh, what their role is and the ways in which fans can get a real voice with the club with regards to uh, the match day experience and off field matters. So sit back, uh, relax and enjoy. And we'll be back next week. Okay, so I'm joined tonight by Kira, Kaylee, and Sophie, who are members of the brand new Bears Together Advisory Committee. And uh, they they wanted to come on and talk a little bit about uh, the committee and uh, what its aims are and and what we as fans, I guess, hope to get out of it. So I'll start with you, Kira. Thanks very much for, for coming to talk to us
2: yeah absolutely well firstly thank you for having us on we obviously had to come onto to the um you know the preeminent fan podcast to make sure that that we we got a range of people you mean the, the what only what
1: fan was...
2: podcast <laughs> <laughs> I did ask that question actually at one of our meetings the other day i was like guys is there another podcast that we've missed because we'll need to make sure that we get to them as well but it was like stony silence so. i can't believe
1: you thought there was another one out there <laughs>
2: You never know. You never know. Um, but I didn't know because obviously I'm a I'm a fan of yours. Anyway, so yeah, um thanks for having us. We just want to come on and um kind of reach a bigger audit, the biggest audience we can really with um letting you know how you can get in contact with us. Um the whole point really of the supporters advisory committee is to create a bridge between the club and the supporters um, and to get some real authentic feedback back to the club um, about various things um, and also just just hear from the supporters because I think the club understand there's a lot a lot going on um, and they've got bigger and better but you know the thing that happens when you get bigger and have twenty six thousand supporters in a stadium even if some of them were bark ones um is that you're of you 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 hear from them less right you you hear from what actually are the pros and the cons and what what they love and what they would like and what the Experiences like for them. So, all of us applied for this BES together supporter advisory committee, and we got on it for different reasons, I think. And we're quite a diverse bunch of people on it. So, you've got the only three women on the supporters advisory committee (laughs) on this call tonight. Um, But for instance, you've got Kaylee, who you'll hear from later, who's obviously the chair of the um, supporters club. Sophie, who I hear from later, is a big fan of the women's game and is always found at Shrewsbury Park and, <laughs> and tell you any stats on that. Um, I do a lot on diversity and inclusion. Um, and yeah, and then we've got other people who have spent a lot of time, in the, some who've been in the academy, some who are um, youth coaches you know, lots of people from lots of different perspectives. And so they've appointed everyone really well, which is is great. And we have some challenging conversations about what we want to focus on, which is what you want, rather than um yeah, rather than just going one way. Anyway, so in, in general, I think the aims or what the bears wanted the aims of the committee to be um are for us to gather feedback from the fans, from you guys on a number of different things. So, you know, Fans of the future, and are are there any particular areas that we think we could bring through? We know rugby needs some more fans, and we know we're all not going to be here forever. So, how can we help with doing that? Um, bring the opinions of the combination clubs and how things are going with that. Opinions on club comms, which I know can uh, is kind of like marmite, but um, and and get that back to them. The all important stadium operations, which I think everyone has things to say about. Um, but they do want to hear about those things because, for instance, you know, they don't always hear about them because Ashton Gate is a different business to the bears, as you guys talk about on the pod. Um, they want to hear about products and services. Um, I'm sure we could talk about the shop for <laughs> forever, but they do want to hear about that. Um, and then equally, they're really keen on um diversity, equity and inclusion and how can we make the whole the whole experience better for everyone and entice all types of different people from all different walks of life. Um, yeah, so they're kind of the the, the main things and, and just anything that makes a difference. Um, and I'll stop talking in a second, but wh- how we're doing it is we meet with the club on a quarterly basis. So we've had one meeting at the High Performance Centre, which was Fab. Um, Fitz even sat in our meeting. And I specifically asked him if they could start scoring more tries down the south stand end for the cheap seats like me. And what did he do on Saturday? First, half, start the first half, scored a try down south stand end. So I'm attributing Fitz's try to the supporters advisory committee. Um,
1: it's funny you should say that because I've got an idea about the Atio stand, but maybe I'll, I'll have to fill up one of your Google forms to, uh, uh, rather than waste your precious time about about that. <laughs> Um oh that's good so Fitz was there is he cuz yeah i mean um did he take the notes was he like the the uh <laughs> the minute taker <dictator?
2: laughs> We actually got Pat's PA taking the notes, so we've we've been got her precious time.
1: Fantastic! Well, now now it's getting interesting. Um, well, no, that's brilliant. I mean, that's good to know. Um, so, I mean, Kaylee, you're obviously it was mentioned, and um, I didn't say this at the beginning, which is remiss of me, but you are obviously wearing uh, a, another hat at the club. You're the chair of the bristol's um supporters club and you've actually done a few things for us which is great sent us a few match reports and done the odd interview in the past so i'm kind of interested to know how this how you see this differing a little bit from you know all the work you've done over the years um with the supporters club and are you going to kind of use how are you going to use your contacts and things like that with it
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got me on this as well. My people aren't sick of my voice and face enough already. <laughs> I'm here a bit more. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a really awesome opportunity. Um, the work we do with the supporters club is is brilliant, um, but we're obviously mainly focused on away travel. Um, so we see a lot of other grinds. So insight on that, you know, I can do. But um, yeah, the supporters advisory group, it's just, it's giving a real another dimension. Um, it's a way for people to just really have their say to the club through fans. I think that's what was really key for me when it was set up, that it was fans that were signing up, giving their time. For other fans, that peer-to-peer is really important rather than you know, you fill out a matchday survey online, it goes to somebody invisible face at the club, you never see it again. Whereas this people can see us, they can know who we are, and they are engaging with people that have the same experiences.
1: I was gonna say actually I'm glad you mentioned the matchday surveys because I'd written that down because I mean they they're good at sending those out after, you know, all the games. And I reckon I've put on every single one I've ever done about the PA system in the dolmen, not being very good and nothing's ever changed. So I'm kind of wondering whether in in a seriousness, you know, if you are, you do feel you'll be able to push them a little bit more on some of this stuff that, you know, or, or even just ask for, for kind of the results of these things. Cause I, I mean, I'm, it's frustrating whenever a survey goes out and then you never actually hear the results. I don't know if that's something that you feel is, is, is an area you might might push as it were
0: i think so and i think we're very lucky that we have as kira mentioned we sit in a room with the people mm. um it, it's it's not anonymous it's face to face it you know the questions have to be answered when somebody is asking them so i do think we've got that real opportunity to push for the answers and present the things that are really important
1: cool i mean yeah i'll ask you in a minute about how people listeners or whatnot can uh can get involved but i was going to come to you sophie as well because um I I understand that your kind of your angle is very much um the women's game and the the Bears women. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm kind of interested to know uh what your thoughts are on on in terms of how this committee can kind of link in with what's going on there because I mean that's a real kind of there's been a real push on the on the women generally this season and uh you know I'm mm. interested to know what you think.
3: Yeah, I'm and I think like, like Kira said I think that's the interesting Thing about like the diversity of the group because actually there are people who might not have attended women's matches before who've been coming along who are in the group um because they're like hearing a bit more about it and kind of actually that's giving us quite an interesting lens on kind of why people might not attend Traston Park and the kind of barriers that, that we face there as opposed to at Ashton Gate and um, so that's been really yeah interesting um and I think that f- for me so I am um, part of a campaign group called Her Game 2. And that's kind of how um, I found out about this this um, committee and kind of felt like that that would be my place. Um, so I think, so I am, and I've been a women's supporter for a very long time. And that is like, that is my passion. I love the women's team. Um, I, swear, I, curious, I spent a lot of time at Shattery Park. Um, but I think actually, and it's something that me and Kira are speaking about and one of our areas of focus as well is just women in general in the, Kind of in, at Ashton Gate, whether that is like watching Chatsworth Park, watching the men or the women, and how that experience might differ, and how we can kind of get more women into the game, not just watching the women but watching the men as well. And I guess from me, I would also like to see that being like equitably shared, of more people coming to watch the women at Chatsworth Park. But yeah, th- those are very long-term goals, and hmm. I'm just excited to see how we can kind of have a bit of a voice in this. Really,
1: how are you intending to? try and get as much fan voice heard as possible.
0: Um so so yes in terms of you know getting as many fan views as possible. We're um if you're on any of the the Facebook groups, um the men's, the women's, the supporters, um you'll see a form that you can get in contact with us. Um we're also hoping that our page on the website will be up and running at the moment. The link is a little bit broken at the moment, but hopefully shortly on the Bears website. Um also on X or Twitter as I keep calling it because I'm old and I'm set in my ways. and hope we're gonna, you know, there's we're gonna try and have a presence. Um, you can come and see us at the supporters club gazebo and raise anything that you want to raise in person. Um so that I'm hoping that we've got such a broad spectrum in person, online. Um the fan, the unofficial fans forum. Um I think John's looking after that one for us as well. So you can raise anything via that as well.
1: You know, you've had one meeting, um, and it's, it sounds great. Um your next one, I think you said was was April time. Do you see change happening quickly, um, or do you think it is going to be a uh, a kind of developmental <laughs> process, if I am to coin yeah, a phrase? I
2: already mentioned Fitz's try, and that was within like oh, a yeah, week.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I thought it wasn't about on-field things, though. No, it's
2: not. But an example of something that has changed quite quickly that yeah. we also did feedback was we um, were talking to Fitz about the fact that they used to walk around all four sides and actually yes. they're just taken recently to not walking around all four sides. And then it was important for everyone to see them after a game. And um, after Saturday, they, they went around all four sides. So I don't know if that was fits. And he seemed to really take that on when we said it to him, because, you know, they, they really appreciate the fans and they, they want to do good things for the fans where they can. Um, But In all seriousness, with regards to off-field things and things that aren't aren't kind of about the players, I think, hopefully, I mean, I'm really encouraged. So Tom Tainton has been at both of our meetings. Um, We've asked for some things and they've given them to us. So we asked to see their strategies and understand them a bit more so we could kind of, um, yeah, direct ourselves. And, you know, Tom came and presented the men's strategy to us, took our questions afterwards. We've heard the women's strategy from Daisy. Um, And the mechanism is that we have our our kind of meetings and, and feedback um, and then that information goes to their senior management team meetings um, and then that, you know, they talk it out, et cetera, and if they think they want to take something to the board, then they said they'd take things to the board, which is kind of really where you want to be getting to with some of this stuff, right? Um, so I'm optimistic um, that we, we can make some change in, in, in some areas. I don't know what the rest of you girls think.
3: I think for me, it's that, I think, because, Pete, you were mentioning about the life plan surveys on email. I guess we, we don't know who sees that, but I think the face-to-face element of it is really important because you're speaking to the right people as opposed to this survey. Who knows where it goes and kind of who knows who it, who actually looks and a number might not tell the story. I think, Kira, at our last meeting, you were talking about how you, you stood in line for however long to get some food there was no food, they could have just put it on the screen. That was something that could have gone into a fan survey, but you were able to tell the people who are like, you know, who talk to Bristol Sport, who own Ashton Gate, whoever owns Ashton Gate, mm. you know, they're the people who kind of actually are able to say, well, this isn't good enough. What can we do? As opposed to that might have gone on a fan survey, maybe been seen like six months or, or whatever. Not like, you know, we might do some surveys. So it's not them like I'm saying ignore all surveys, mm. but um, <laughs> just, you know, we can actually talk to the people who can make the changes.
1: I suppose one of the things I've always thought is that there must be a little bit of a disconnect between the Bears as a club and Ashton Gate as a stadium because they're all, I mean, I assume they are two separate organisations. And like some of the things that I find frustrating is you know when people clearly get lost on big games going up the wrong aisle it's really simple because there's no kind of numbering of seats at either end so people get lost it's simple things like that and maybe you know things like when it's really busy they used to have those like people going around with kind of mobile lager and cider sort of things but like i don't know what you call them on their backpacks and that they you know that hasn't stopped that hasn't happened for a while i but i I don't know whether how much if you're taking this these sort of things back to the bears com- committee are you kind of confident that they're they might be passing that on to whatever the ashton gate side of things are as well
2: i think it gives them a, the impression that i got from the last meeting was that they feel like they have more power to go and have those discussions with the gate if we're giving them some kind of proper yeah. anecdotal feedback and, and how it affects people because sometimes mm. the survey is in any work walk of life from like a company to an individual you'll just get individuals kind of ranting or or not whereas if we can talk them through how that's impacted someone um then i think they feel like they have a bit more power then to to have those conversations with with the gate um and and why it's impacting you know because ultimately the gate are providing bristol bears a service as well so they you know it's impacting the service that they're giving the bears and then
1: us in turn remember to tell them that you know bears beyond the gate have helped you out you know because uh you know we 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 like to uh to do our bit for the club and fan engagement as well you know uh aren't very very independent and so on so that would be great as well but um we'll anyway add it to the agenda add that to, yeah <laughs> just slip that in at the bottom bears beyond the gate you know just a bit of promotion here and there. that would be fantastic <laughs> Um, that's great, but I thanks very much for coming on and, uh, um, look forward to hearing more about, um, the changes that come.